Fully Loaded Chew is tobacco-free, long-cut, and pouches that gives you the same pack, dip, spit, and buzz that you're used to without tobacco. Fully Loaded Chew comes in nine flavors and is made with all food-grade ingredients and tobacco-free nicotine, the purest form of nicotine there is. To give us a try, head on over to FullyLoadedChew.com for a $1 can of chew with free shipping when you enter the code OUTDOOR1, O-U-T-D-O-O-R, and the number one. Lastly, many outdoorsmen are trying to quit tobacco altogether, and Fully Loaded Chew may be that first step. For more information on our product line, visit FullyLoadedChew.com. When you post hunting photos on Instagram, they get censored. When you post on Go Wild, you get virtual fist bumps from fellow hunters. When you buy gear on Amazon, you gas up a billionaire spaceship. When you buy gear on Go Wild, we donate to a camp that teaches kids to hunt, fish, and shoot. See the difference? Go Wild is a free social community built by hunters for hunters. Join today at DownloadGoWild.com, and I'll give you 10 bucks just for setting up your account. And you'll keep unlocking Go Wild rewards as you share content, because guess what? We like hunting pictures. Join at DownloadGoWild.com or in the App Store. The Southern Ground Hunting Podcast is brought to you by Spartan Forge. It's forged in combat and tailored for hunters. Spartan Forge stands at the nexus of machine learning and whitetail deer hunting to deliver truly intuitive and science-based products that save the hunter time spent scouting, planning, and executing their hunts. You can start your free 14-day trial today by visiting SpartanForge.ai and you can use the code SOUTHERNGROUND, that's all lowercase, all one word, SOUTHERNGROUND at checkout, and that'll get you 25% off of your purchase. You wanting to know more about saddle hunting? Well, check out TetheredNation.com for all your saddle hunting needs. Tethered is for saddle hunters, by saddle hunters, and they're redefining ultralight hunting. If you'd like to support the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast, you can visit patreon.com forward slash southern ground hunting, or you can click on the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. We offer two different tiers for our patrons that offer a solid list of benefits. We'd love for you to join the Southern Ground Hunting community today. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash southern ground hunting. And now let's get to the show. I'd offer to share a bite, but it's that good. All right, Caden. Do I need to keep talking? Well, I was going to get you to start out with a hunting story. Hunting story. But this plane kind of just... Is the plane just got you super up. loud. <laughs> kind of just came out of nowhere. Two o'clock in the morning and some <laughs> freaking plane is flying around. Like... Doing night ops. Like, it's been quiet here this whole time. And I, as soon as I press record, they're doing thing. That Fire. actually sounds like a rotary, rotary wing, too. A what? A helicopter. Yeah, it yeah, is. I think it is. They're probably trying to catch Clayton for shooting too small of a deer. They probably are. <laughs> <laughs> My deer's going to taste better than your deer. All right. What are we going to talk about? We're, ta- we're talking about it now. We're recording. I'm just chewing the heck out of this microphone right now. Do it. Chewing this. It's your podcast. You get to do whatever you want. What's it called? What is it? What's it? Sausage. So, you, do y'all follow any of the crap talking Instagram pages? Negative. Yes. Do you? Do you, Caden? No. So there's a couple of them, and they all make fun of people who eat peak refuel. Mm. Like, it's like the. Is it like the bougie? It's, one? Yeah, it's like the the huntresses and oh, all that okay. stuff. All right. They'll be like set up in a Walmart parking lot. 
<laughs> peak refuel, <laughs> you know. Um, I think I'd rather so be good. in a Holiday Inn Express right now eating yeah, peak refuel. Yeah, that's true. That is true. It's cold. We're in Mississippi. The SIP. Uh, Caden's home home state. Were you raised here? Yep. Born and raised. Born and raised here. This is my first time to hunt Mississippi. You ever hunted here, Greg? I hunted here once when I was probably, I don't know, 18 or 19. Yeah. Me and my brother, we're from Pensacola, so it's not ter Pensacola, Florida, so it's not terribly far from here. And we came over here and hunted, uh, you know, an afternoon. Maybe we spent the night. I don't, I don't really remember. But that was a long time ago, and I think I shot a doe. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, but I haven't been here in, it's been, I bet it's been 15 years. Okay. I've never hunted here. Clayton, you've never hunted here? I've hunted you've here. You've duck hunted here. Uh, yeah, I've duck hunted in the Delta a bunch of times. And Caden's killed a bunch of monsters out here. He's the resident expert. So, Caden, would you uh, grace us with a hunting story? Yeah. You want one from this season? Or? You don't have to talk louder, I can tell you that. I don't have to talk louder? <laughs> You're going to. Oh, I need to talk louder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're, going, you're going to need to talk a little bit louder. Everybody can hear you. But, um, um, talk, I, tell I the can, story about can, that 300-plus pounder yeah, yeah. you just killed. All right. Um so it was uh, around Thanksgiving, and I was um, I was not expecting to go in and see rut action at the week of Thanksgiving. Usually, it's kicking off the second week of December where I'm hunting, and uh, I just went to a, a, a natural transition between bedding and, and another um, a doe bedding area, just hoping I could catch a buck cruising through. And uh, right at dark, I hear I didn't see anything all day, and right at dark, I heard deer coming my way from the bedding and they came right down the transition and uh it was a it was a really nice buck really wide <laughs> nobody's unzipping their pants by the way that is uh john the cameraman at the loudest tent in the world <laughs> proceed proceed uh, anyway there's a, a really wide buck come running in chasing a doe and they came in at 20 yards and they were running the whole time so i couldn't get a, a shot and they went back out into the open woods and then the doe came back in at 20 yards and she stood there for a few minutes and the buck came back in and when he did i was not really worried about you know if it was the same buck or not i just kind of figured it was so i, I drew back and i made sure it was legal buck and then i released the arrow and i get down there and it wasn't the same buck that came in the first time the other one was bigger but the uh it was a giant six point i mean he weighed when we put him on the scale, he broke the scale. We had to drive to another scale to weigh him, and he was 320 pounds. This is in hoof. Mississippi. Yeah. That's 300 across around there or anything? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What kind of arrow did you shoot him with? A black eagle rampage. With the rampage? Yeah. Nice. That's what I shoot. Yeah. What, what's mine? Uh, 250. That's exactly yeah. what I shoot. Was that one of, the v, one of those VPA single mm -hmm. bevels? Yep. It blew through him? Yep. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, he sent us a picture of this thing breaking a scale and I'm like I almost thought he was joking I mean, it's Mississippi it's a southern deer yeah, yeah. and it's a, just an absolute tank so it's in, in the delta yeah it's in the delta. there's some big deer there's that come out of this state yeah. though there are uh, yeah we've got I've, I've had a, a a guy on the podcast a couple different times his name's Land Smathers um dude is from not far I mean he hunts not far from around you know where we're at and uh 
the guy consistently kills big deer every mm. year. Tags out three big deer, usually all of them with his bow, I think. But I think he shot one with his rifle this year. But dude is a slayer, and Caden uh, like I can't remember what I was doing. Oh, it was uh, I ran across your rugged whitetail mm-hmm. Instagram page and looking through some of those pictures. Dude, you kill a lot of big deer. Yeah. You're 19, right? Yep, 19. 19 years old. You kill some tanks. Yeah. A lot of them, a lot of them were on private. Well, that's okay. Whatever, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're yeah. 19 years old. You kill a lot of big deer. Yeah. Caden's a good hunter, so yeah. For for those that don't know, Caden was an intern for Tethered this year, so he traveled around with us all over the country. I mean. Wisconsin, North Dakota, down south, up all over the place, a bunch of states, Kansas. And uh, I got to hunt with Caden quite a bit, and he knows what he's doing. You know, he's not not the toot your horn here, that Mr. Caden, but, like, you don't really have to babysit him. You don't have to worry about, is he going to make noise? Is he going to be stupid up in a tree? No. no. I, I remember you said, Greg, it was either you or uh, Jared, one of y'all. <laughs> Greg, quit, quit unzipping your pants. <laughs> yeah, put that thing away. Um, I th- it was when we were in Kentucky, and you had said, yeah, I marked a lot of spots, and Caden marked a lot of spots for us to go, and I thought that was pretty cool because he's a camera guy. He was just running camera for y'all, and he was scouting yeah. for it. You know, And they were it's, good spots. And, yeah, they were good spots. Yeah, they weren't like gar holes or anything. Um, the one spot was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where we went that evening. You can't win them all. Yeah. <laughs> that, that Josh Spoonie guy, on the other hand. Yeah, that guy's yeah, he's kind of a. Yeah. Mm. I'll know. never get that week back. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Josh. Love you, buddy. So I, I guess we we haven't really talked about who's who's all here. Uh, you can tell Greg's voice most all the time. Anytime you hear Greg talk, you can tell it's Greg. Why is that? You just have a very charismatic voice. Oh. You can tell you're talking with your hands. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you very much. Um, Greg Godfrey? Yep. Tethered? Yep. I'm ATA here. ATA Best in Show? Best in Show. Twice. Twice. We were the first. Tethered is the first company to ever win it back to back. Really? Pretty cool. So did y'all win last year when it was like, uh, yeah, it was we like won. online? We No, no. I don't know about that. I don't think they did it then. I, I, I didn't know if they even did it online. I thought they did, but yeah, maybe they did. I don't know. If that's the case, then we didn't win back to well, back because we didn't matter. submit anything to the to the online only. But the the last time the ATA was held in per, in person, which was I believe twenty twenty, um, was it Indianapolis? Or yeah, I think so. Something we like won that. with the Phantom. We won silver with the Phantom, and then this year we we selected gold for the new carbon fiber platform. So pretty cool. That's a pretty sweet platform. Yeah, pretty cool. I'm excited. I to, can't wait to hunt out of one. Yeah, me too. Um, so Greg, we got Clayton, Clayton Bond, who has hey. also been on the show. Usually, it's a deer camp type episode. I do a lot of deer camps. Yeah, Clayton, you put on a good deer camp. Let me tell you, been a lot of practice. Every uh, every deer camp I've ever been on that you put together has been great. This is an exception. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cold well, but, it's just cold but and we windy. can kind of blame Scott though too because Scott was like the co-putter on her and he's not here so we can say I mean, whatever technically we want I was the him. co-putter on her because me and Clayton were coming yeah. by herself mm. it was just gonna be us then I texted you mm. then Scott got added okay. and then Clayton or uh, Caden got added right. yeah. I apologize Scott you're we not just wanted a, to extend you're not a bad camp planner we just wanted to extend deer season 
Yep. For us, because it's out for all of us where we live. Yep. Clayton, you, uh, it's not out where I live. I just can't hunt anymore. Oh, that's right. Um, Alabama will go through February 10th. You can't shoot does? Uh, I could, but I also just try not to go out too much because I have children and a wife. Yeah. And so I'm just kind of taking it easy uh, until this trip. And uh, this has been a great trip. But Clayton, you had a great season this year too. I did. Yeah, two two really good bucks. One in South Carolina where I live and then uh, one in Kentucky in November. That's awesome. Which is on the Tethered YouTube channel. Your, uh, your average age for this year, like a median age, is probably what five and a half. I'd say four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah, that. I, know, I didn't age the South Carolina bug, but I mean, just based on gut feel and body size and all that yeah. good stuff, like he is probably four and a half. That's I would awesome. Guess that the Kentucky bug was three and a half or four and a half. Such a. I mean, that Kentucky deer, which I got to see it. It was whenever we were all there. Um, that was a nice buck. A really nice buck. Um, like just a big framey thing. I love like the big frames like that. Yeah. They uh, they get me going. But then, so Clayton and I, this morning, I want to talk about this uh, this morning's fiasco. So we're in Mississippi. I just bought a boat. Really excited about getting this boat out and like running it. I've been so used to doing a kayak. And now I've got a boat, so like big water, it's great. We go out this morning, and I could tell, Clayton, you you seemed like you were pretty timid about the whole idea. Like you were really trying to talk me out of, let's just not do the boat today. <laughs> With just cause. Yeah. It's gnarly out there. It is bad. It's still blowing. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, it was way worse this morning. Yeah. It was probably 15 to 25 mile an hour winds. Yeah. So after all the rain last night, our boats were full of water. And so I was down there, like, I had almost gotten all the water out, and Clayton comes down, and he goes, uh, hey, man, I'm just throwing this out there, but what if we just drive to a place today? <laughs> I'm like, man, I just got all this water out of here. Like, I think we're going to be fine. It doesn't feel like it's bad right now. Dude, we came around the corner, <laughs> and it was like we hit a brick wall. Clayton took a wave to the face. Full frontal. And, uh, <laughs> and I don't remember what I said, but your response was, Dude, I think we need to get out of here. We need to get out cold. of this. It was cold. Cold, and we yeah. were going straight into the wind. Oof. I don't think there was any thinking there. It was like, hey, we're going to go that way now. Yeah, <laughs> let's turn around. But turning around was sketchy. It was. It was bad. Because it was like you have yeah. to get sideways with those waves well, coming at you. there was like two-footers out there. Yeah. It was yeah, bad. It was bad. And we had five miles is where we were planning on going. Yeah, that's no bueno. And, no uh, but it worked out. It did. It worked out. Pulled the trigger. Tell us, tell us, Clayton. So... In our, uh, once we got back to camp and had to come up with a plan B, found a spot on Onyx that basically had a bunch of what I look for uh, at home in South Carolina, uh, a bunch of different edges that came together where a creek basically ran up into, uh, into a cove. And it was pretty hard to access, kind of landlocked by private except for one entry point. And I basically, it was only a, maybe, what, 40 to 60 acre chunk? Yeah, it's not big. If it's kind that. of a, a spot that, if you're looking at the whole WMA on a map, you could very easily miss that. Yeah. Just because it just doesn't look so. like much. Uh, so we had to drive a couple miles down a gravel road to get there, and basically once we hit 
almost the point of being at our access point. There were five or six deer that ran across the road in front of us from public onto public. And that made us feel pretty good about it going in. And it was, it was daylight at this point. Um, and it rained, gosh, probably three inches last night. Is that, is that accurate? I don't think quite three inches, but it rained. It rained 12 inches in our boat. It was a significant yeah. amount. Yeah. Just based on the amount that was in the boat, it was, it was a lot. So, I mean, three inches is a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Y- yeah. I mean, in my household, <laughs> that's it is. what I say. It's a. Uh, that's pretty long. I mean, wait, wait, wait. Deep, deep, deep was what I meant. <laughs> oh my gosh! It always goes there. Yeah, this is bad. It smells terrible in this tent, by the way. How, what does it smell like? It doesn't smell bad to me. Yeah, I don't smell it. It's, it's probably me. Last night. <laughs> it's probably just last me. Last night was horrible. <laughs> It was terrible. <laughs> well, Clayton, I wish you guys, everybody listening, could see this monstrosity of an, of a blow-up mattress that Clayton has in this tent. I swear, it takes up the whole tent. It's like three quarters it's of the tent. It's giant. And me and me and it's a queen. Me and <laughs> me and Caden, Clayton was like, "Oh yeah, we could all, Parker, set up your tent, and we'll put all of our gear in that, and then we'll sleep in mine." It's an eight-man tent. I'm like, well, well, he took up six of the spots. <laughs> yeah, six man mattress over here. Yeah. I can't be mad. It's true. Um, so anyway, we parked the truck. Yeah. Deer story. And uh, cool thing about Mississippi and primitive weapon season, you can actually hunt with straight wall cartridges. So Parker was rocking a 4570 government, and I've got a single shot 350 legend. Um, so here's the thing. It's not straight wall. Um, because I know somebody's gonna listen to this and send a message and say you're wrong, you're illegal. Uh, it's not straight wall; it's breech loading and over 35 caliber. Oh, okay. So if it loads from the back, like oh, a so that's why shot, that's why like 35 wheeling would be legal. Yeah, but 30 30s not if you find a single shot. Because it's 30, below 35 30. caliber. Yep, makes sense. So there's like like 35 wheeling. 350 Legend, 450 Bushmaster, is that yep, what it's called? that's it. Uh, it's like uh, 44 a, Mag. It's like loading a thumb in a barrel. Um, yeah, <laughs> and then 4570 is what I ended up buying. Yeah. The elephant gun. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it shot so nice tonight. Yeah. It's a giant round. Yeah, Huge. but it did not, it, it was like, it was like shooting an AR. Mm. Which I was surprised because when I sighted it in with the lead sled, it was like knocking the thing yeah. off the table. Yeah, that's what but you it said. But it was perfectly fine tonight. That's good. So we parked. <laughs> yeah, so, dear story. <laughs> so we parked and basically had a plan of, of walking in about a quarter of a mile uh, deep into this landlocked um, area. Uh, landlocked by private, that is. And I had grand illusions of crossing over this creek and basically checking out an area that butted up to a clear cut, clear cut on the other side of the creek. Um, well... Parker and I walked in and just kind of walked in pretty slow. It probably took us a half hour to get back there. I mean, maybe not longer. a quarter of a mile. Yeah, we were going really slow and um, saw a bunch of really good sign right out of the truck. Uh, pretty big, fresh scrape, uh, beat down trail. Like We were feeling pretty good about it. And he and I have never been here before. So this is literally the first first place that, that I had stepped foot on. You scouted a little bit yesterday in some other areas. Um but anyway, walked in and got just got to kind of a, a pivotal point where there was a, just a really good kind of canalization of deer traffic all coming through one area. 
Um, bunch of creek crossings, bunch of pines that met up right there. What else? Hardwoods, river bottom yeah, type stuff. Yeah, you have like this river bottom, like uh, weeds, like just thick weeds that were pretty tall. Yeah. Is there any greenbrier around? Oh yeah, there was a lot tons of, of greenbrier. Yeah. It was all I nipped down. And they nipped it all down. I noticed that all the greenbrier was all nipped off. Every every patch I found. Yeah. There was a lot in his deer's gut too. Yeah, it was full of it. Um, so anyway, we we got we got to that point, and Parker decided to sit there, and I was going to try and cross this creek and make my way another couple hundred yards up to the edge of uh, a pretty recent clear cut. And well, that didn't really work out. I uh, couldn't find anywhere to cross the creek, and it was like 30 degrees, and I wasn't wasn't too excited about getting wet. Um, so I ended up walking back to where Parker was, and you had set up at that point in a blowdown, and just we're, we're waiting. And uh, so I sat down on the other side of the log from Parker, and we were in the middle of some really, really good sign. Like, I still think that's some of the best sign we've seen out here. A mm-hmm. um, bunch of rubs, scrapes, trails, all that good stuff. A bunch of tracks that we saw. Yep. I mean, and it rained, as we already talked about, a lot last night. And there were tracks from this like early this morning that we had seen coming in, so we felt really good. But all of them, all to be said, we'd walked around a lot, and I'd gone on a grand adventure trying to find a creek crossing in that area. So I don't think Parker and I were really expecting to see anything. But that's not what happened, so that was cool. Yeah, I was. I'll be honest. I like where that looked like where I like imagined the deer were going to come from or be walking would be like that that pine transition it just looked like it would be the perfect spot to catch one and so and we didn't walk we didn't walk that that's true so i thought there was a decent chance as cold as it was today i mean it didn't get over 34 degrees i think today um it's just cold and with that wind chill it was probably right at 30 if i had to guess yeah all day so it was like you know, we knew the deer were probably going to be on their feet most of the day. It rained all night. They were going to get up. And there was actually, I was finding tons of acorns on the ground. Yeah. A lot of acorns on the ground out here that were not rotted. Like, they were still good. And so, with those pines beating those hardwoods, I kind of felt, you know, I mean, it was, what, uh, I think 820 when I got set up at yeah. first. So, there was, it was still pretty early enough sure. in the morning catch deer movement but um but we also wanted to go find new some new spots because we didn't know where we were going to be hunting at the rest of the week we didn't want to just sit there yep you know and waste the waste the day away so about the time that i think both both you and i were kind of edging towards let's get up and go look somewhere else i just happened to catch some movement when i looked up and just caught a deer's rear end going behind a tree and then I couldn't see it anymore and never saw it again until 15 10 15 minutes later um but what, what that what was that like from from your end did you think I was messing with you so we were like we were faced the opposite directions and you were faced downwind yeah kind of crosswind um and I, I just didn't expect you to see a deer right there the way you were faced but I did tell you if we do see a deer um just cameraman and you're gonna shoot it um so like we just said we were gonna sit there for like 15 minutes yeah and great and then uh clayton's like 
deer. I thought, it, I mean, me and dad used to mess with each other all the time like yeah. that. Sitting in a shooting house or whatever. And I thought you were just like filming me or something and wanting to get my reaction. And yeah. then you never said anything else. I was like, really? Mm. Yeah, like 90 yards. So anyway, we kind of, I kind of turn around and I never see the deer. Yeah, he thought I was lying to him. So at that point, we're like, all right, maybe we should wait maybe 15 more minutes. So, you know, the proverbial, you see a deer and you give it another 15 minutes, of course, not longer. So, lost sight of the deer, and we're like, all right, there's some deer moving in here. This is good. Like, we can sit here a bit. And, I don't know, maybe it was, what, 10 minutes after that? Uh, it was less than 10 minutes because the my Insta360 is set to 10-minute loops, and I got both of both encounters in the... Oh, one, really? In the one video, yeah. So somewhere under 10 minutes later, um, I caught movement again about 120 yards away and looked up, and there is a deer sprinting straight at us. And I knew it was a doe, which I was very interested in taking home with me. <laughs> um, I like the was, way he said that. I was very interested <laughs> in taking her yeah, home with me. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, you asked her to the dance, and she said yes, huh? Yeah, yeah. Surprised she she's, she accepted. I've been married for ten years. So, you know, skills are not sharp. So, uh, does running straight at us, and I thought it was gonna pop up on a knoll. Maybe like we were on, kind of on top of a knoll, and it, it dropped off about twenty yards in front of us. And she, the way she was running, she was gonna pop up on top of that knoll, twenty yards away from us, at a dead sprint. So I'm getting ready to shoot, and I told Parker, I'm like, hey, get the camera, looking over here, like this deer is about to pop up and she never popped up she never popped up and then then you saw her first kind of it was like turkey hunting yeah like when you're waiting for a bird to just see that to pop its head, head over head the ridge up. yeah yeah and i see that head pop up over and that's all i see and at that point she's she's got us she she was the wind was hitting her perfect oh no and so she's like you can see her like bobbing her head going like that like she's about to take off and he I don't think he could see her head at that point could you uh-uh. and she started running and she ran out and st- I got her to I met her and got her to stop and I still don't know if he can see her yet I mean, meh. Meh. yeah there you go how do you do it meh. Meh. how do you meh. do it Caden I don't usually do that with stop a deer you don't they, stop deer no they usually run when I do that <laughs> had that happen too many times yeah you really do have to pay attention to their demeanor mm-hmm. yeah but at that point like I, I was pretty I do it there you go there must be a criminal Meh. on the loose yeah. I think that's what it is Meh. Meh. I've yelled at him hey 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 I've done that too <laughs> I shot a deer in Missouri I literally yelled just like that he came in he came in chasing the doe at last light like last light and I had to yell at him to stop and he was looking right at me and I shot him in the throat it was awesome <laughs> they died yeah anyway so that deer I shot in Kentucky I stopped I think I said meh meh I usually do it for other people Meh. because I'm sharper when I'm not the shooter mm. it's like I can think a little there's clearer there's no fog of war yeah. going on in your brain yeah, yeah. like like whenever I'm not the shooter I can like think like oh maybe we should stop this deer mm-hmm. that's running does this happen to anybody else when you when you see a big buck like coming in? 
I don't see big bucks coming in. So, <laughs> <laughs> for the others in the group, when you see a big buck coming in, for me, what happens is it's literally like the best way I can explain it is there's somebody on my left side and somebody on my right side, and they have trumpets and they just blow yeah. into the trumpet, yeah, as loud as they can, and it's like both sides of my head. <laughs> Dude, it's like I get so foggy and I've got all these cameras, and I think about all right when I see a deer. I'm gonna turn this tactic cam on. I'm gonna turn this Insta 360 on. I'm, I mean, if if a deer comes in and it's relaxed, I'll have time and I can do it. But then, like tonight, that deer, like, I didn't turn like anything on. It never goes to. Plan. And it was relaxed. Like it wasn't. Yeah. It was just like, it was just there. I had plenty of time. I got my camera turned on, but my tactic cam would have been perfect for that shot. So it was like. It's just frustrating, and then you're done. You're like, I had so much time that I could have just focused on something, and I just never do. Greg, you just pay a cameraman to follow you everywhere, so you don't really have to worry about that. Well, I, uh, <laughs> I actually, it, I know exactly what you're talking about, Clayton. I shot in the legal buck one time a few years ago because <laughs> the fog of war. We were we we're hunting in a state that had uh, had antler point restrictions in certain counties but not all counties so half the time we were hunting in non-APR where you could shoot you know I don't remember what it was but you could shoot like a spike or a six point like that was totally legal right <clears throat> but this this one particular one happened to be in a four four on one side county and uh, this this deer came in and I was hunting with the with my friend Ernie and Ernie says he goes, oh, he goes, oh, it's legal. It's seven points. It's got four on one side. And so as soon as he said it's legal, he's got four on one side. And we got this on camera. So, like, it's, like, <laughs> legit. But he, he tells me that. And I immediately went into kill mode. Mm -hmm. Like, I, my brain switched, and I was going to kill this deer. And then the deer comes closer, and Ernie's like, he's like, no, I was wrong. It's only a six. It's only a six. It's only a six. And I was like, I'm killing it killing it i'm killing it i'm killing it and it never registered with me in that moment that this was illegal you know because my brain had totally switched into kill mode so then he then I, I kill the deer and ernie's like why did you do that that was illegal and i was like oh crap what the heck just <laughs> happened so anyway long story short i called the game warden and i said hey i screwed up i shot a deer thought it was a seven wasn't it was a six I messed up. What do you want me to do? And he goes, you know, basically no harm, no foul kind of thing. He's like, yeah. he said, you know, thank you for turning yourself in. Uh, so he took the he took the antlers, but he let me keep the meat. So that's pretty good. No big deal. But fog of war is a real thing. Yeah, yeah, it, it happens, dude. Like, so some of my favorite hunts. I don't know if you guys are like this. Like, I love to go on, like our Kentucky hunt, where we're everybody there is like one track mind. We're gonna kill a good buck. Like, everybody there is doing that. Yeah. And we're finding good sign, and you're not, nobody's shooting does on that trip. Like, yeah. you're you're there to kill a good buck. Whenever I get into the Alabama rut, it's that way. I'm like, does are not going to get me excited. Six points are not going to get me excited. Like, even when I see them, I'm not going to get, like, all jacked up. I'm there to kill good buck. Yeah. But my, some of my favorite hunting camps are the ones where everybody is in like this unison mindset of 
we're just going to shoot legal deer. Kill mode. Yeah, it's just fun, man. It's like this pressure. It's just, it's gone. You understand the people who are like brown, it's down people, like meat hunters mm -hmm. who go on one trip and everybody's just like, we're killing whatever. Mm -hmm. um, those trips to me are just so much less pressure, so relaxing, and they're, they're just fun. But when you're on a trip like what you were on where you're like, you do have these antler point restrictions and you have all these things that you have to focus on or if you're if you're you know hunting for a big mature deer and you're like having to like be analytical about every buck you see you can't just pull up the bow or pull up the gun and shoot it's just kind of it doesn't take the fun out of it because it's a different kind of fun it's different but this like what we're doing at this camp where everybody's like oh yeah if i see a doe i'm waxing yeah. it that's whacking just, that's hacking. so much fun to me it is. I love those type of hunts. So we left off at meh. Oh, yeah. We didn't even finish the story. <laughs> we got I think we're going to call this campfire stories, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Well, and we do have a fire. Yeah, it's so a that's buddy fair. here. Yeah. But there's a, I can still see and the flames fire from out the there. fire outside. Yeah. So we're legal. It's yep. legal to do that. Yep. Call it the fog, the fog of war with Greg Godfrey. <laughs> the fog of war. <laughs> that would be, if you ever write a book. So the, you should call it the fog of war, but don't I mean, talk I, about any I didn't of your, invent that. I mean, that's like a thing. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. The don't, fog don't, of war. but you, it has to be about deer hunting. Okay. Like, it's not your military stuff. You, you, it's your deer hunting. You'd be like Eberhardt. Write books about deer hunting. I could write a book. I've had a lot of experiences now. I might do it. I might write a book now, partner. You should write a, write a book about... I don't know. Let's talk offline. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> meh. <laughs> meh. <laughs> So Parker stopped it, and I clearly identified it's a doe in the scope, and put the crosshairs on the deer at maybe, what, 50? 50, 50, 50, maybe 50 yards. Yeah, 50 yards, and squeezed the trigger on my uh, brand new CVA Scout compact rifle, and uh, the deer runs off, and we didn't see it fall. This was the 350 Legend? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I had uh, basically got the gun specifically for this trip, but it's mm -hmm. going to be, I read a lot about it. It's going to be perfect to get, I've got a five and a half year old, perfect to get him started here in a couple of years. There's like no recoil to it. I've, I've shot it maybe 60 times now and there's just no recoil. It is so much fun to shoot. It's a lot like, like recoil wise, super similar to like shooting an AR. Yeah. Two, two, in two, I've two, got three. a 350 legend, but it's on the AR platform, yeah. so it's not wouldn't be legal here yeah so i think we thought that that deer was further away but then when we got up to it we just realized that it was small oh it was definitely small <laughs> i think we were like oh it was like 50 yards i think it was probably like 25 it was in your lap <laughs> yeah <laughs> it wasn't that close it wasn't that close but it was a great shot yeah i smoked it i mean it's uh that's the first deer i've killed with a gun in probably five or six years that's awesome so I, I have relatively few reps killing deer with a gun, and it was good to just lay the hammer gun down. Gun hunt's fun. Yeah, it is. It's so much. Again, I love to bow hunt. It's there's it's special. Every deer that I kill with a with a bow is probably a little more special than the deer I kill with a gun. But it is so much fun to just shoot one and then see it fall, like with a rifle. And you know you just like devastated its shoulder and its You just feel so just... confident. 
yeah, it's just, it's just fun, man. I, I like, I like hunting in all forms. They all have their pros and cons, I think, but it's just, I love these type of trips where we go in, none of us have ever been here. Well, you've turkey hunted yeah, at Caden, right? turkey hunted here last season. Uh, but we had never been here. It's just been map scouting and we come in and kill a deer. Like that was cool. In the this first morning. hour of in the first hour of going out there, I thought that woods. was just it was just yeah, wild. Was wild. We were pretty jacked up. Yeah. I mean, it was a small small yearling doe. I mean, yeah. it was very very small deer. We were fired up. But we were fired up. Yeah. Like it was super exciting. And also, I mean, when you're you know Parker and I don't get to hunt together that often. We get usually get a vacation week, and then uh, it's usually like pretty much the only time we see each other, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, outside of. Just like random stuff you know but i was telling clayton like it's it's i barely ever get to hunt with somebody else i can count on one hand probably in the last two years how many deer i've seen somebody i've watched somebody else shoot a couple of them with my dad or at least one of them with my dad uh crap and then you that might be it of deer that i have seen like been able to just be there when somebody else shot a deer but usually, like a lot of us are, probably a lot of people listening, it's hard to make friends that hunt the way that you do. Yeah. You know, like the way that we do. Like going out, like the guy was telling you, he's like, you can get there, but it's a long walk. Yeah. We're like, I mean, that's, it really wasn't a long yeah. walk. And, but it's hard to find people that are willing to kind of. It's hard to find crazy people. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly right. Um, so. After that, got that deer taken care of, and uh, we walked a lot. We walked a little bit more. We scouted a couple other spots. Clayton packed the whole deer in his X2 pack, <laughs> not gutted, <laughs> uh, just folded it up and put it in there, which is cool. Like To me, it's just more convenient to kill a yearling doe. Yeah. Doe's a doe. You know she's not pregnant, so that's awesome. Like, You know how good those back straps are going to oh, be? Oh, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Make little nice little nuggets. It's going to be awesome. Pretty I didn't mean that as an insult. I, oh, meant, I, know. I meant that in a good way. That's going to be amazing. I'm telling you, you need to roll them up like a ribeye cap and put some butcher's twine on it. And do, it'll be awesome. I'll do it. You should do like You know how people do pig roasts? Oh, yeah. Well, they roast the whole thing. That would have been the whole cool. Deer. You should have done the whole deer. Yeah. That would have been super cool. Have you ever heard of anybody doing that? Um, no. I don't I've, think I've seen I... a bunch of people smoke, like, the entire shoulder. Yeah, yeah. but not, like, the full deer. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, just, like... Like a pig. Yeah, like, you just... Oh, like, in a pit. Like, skin it, and... Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. It would be really that cool. Would be neat. We should do that. It'd be really cool. Um, So, we, we get packed up, get everything taken care of, go scout a couple more spots... And uh, I decided that I was going to go check out a spot that I hunted yesterday. Um, I hunted kind of past it in a spot, but as I was coming out, I scouted and found just loads of signs. So there's not a lot of pressure. Doesn't seem like it. We're in the rut. I don't think we've seen another hunter. I've seen seen a few. A couple. Oh, really? But not like you would expect when, according to the biologists, we're like days away from peak breeding mm-hmm. so this is like go time yeah 
And like even local people, there's just not a lot of people out hunting. That's what it I talked like, to a lady yeah. at a parking area. Um, her house was right, right next to the parking area, and she was taking out her trash. And I said, "Is this where I can park to go back here?" And it, I, I knew it was, but you know, I didn't want to like be yeah. disrespectful or whatever. And she said, "I'll be honest with you, I've never seen anybody park there ever." Hmm. I was like, "Well, great. That's what I need to know. That's where I need to be. <laughs> this is this is where <laughs> I'm going to hunt." Anyway, so. I found this food plot that looked like it had not been hit by people recently. Like, it just, but it was nice, and there was free, we walked through it today. The I number mean, of scrapes. There's scrapes was, everywhere. Was, I mean, that was more scrapes in a 100-yard area than I've seen out here combined yeah. everywhere else. Yeah, it. I mean, they're fresh, too. Yeah, they wow. were hit. there was one that we, the one we looked at on the way out, I mean, it had literally it had paw marks in it from, like, this probably in daylight this morning. Mm. Um, and we could smell it. Like you could smell the wow piss in there. Anyway, so we kind of fiddle farted a little bit longer than I wanted to getting, at camp. Getting water out of the boat. Yeah, getting water out of the boats, and uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go into that that little spot. Clayton came with me, and we just kind of tag team this little area. I set up on the ground. I found a little, I, I think I called it a pride rock, like a Lion King pride rock that just kind of jutted out Simba, overlooking this bottom. And there was tons of scrapes and rubs down in that bottom that I was watching. And uh, long story short, had some deer run by me first thing. Not first thing, but pretty soon after I got there. Had some deer run by a little far out. And then... Uh, I had uh, a, a, I see a doe come out and looked like she's going to go really close to me and then she kind of cuts and starts going back uphill by the time she got up there she was probably about 125 yards out and so it's a single shot right it's a single shot 45-70 I go and I put the crosshairs on her and I'm pretty sure it's got the Accu trigger. Have you ever shot a gun that has like mm -hmm. the? It's like got a little bit of play in it before it hits it's the wall. It's almost like a two-stage trigger kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. And my gun doesn't have that. That's not what I'm used to shooting. And so when I shot, it, I'm pretty sure I just jerked it. And that's not a long-range rifle by any means. It's a 45-70 shooting a 300 grain bullet. Um. And she ran off. And when she ran off, I just was like, well, she's gone. So I turned my camera at me, and I'm like, I suck. I think is what I said in the camera. <laughs> I came on this trip because I didn't want to end my season with a miss on in Florida. I just ended my season with a second miss in Mississippi. And as I'm talking, I see the deer up on the top of, I mean, like 150 yards out through the woods up on the top just feeding again and I was like well crap maybe I'll shoot at it again so I'll load another one in there get rested on my Insta360 arm or uh, selfie stick that's right there and I get rested on it just right and this time I knew I'd pulled the trigger the first time so this time I just squeezed it off like it was probably the best feeling shot that I've ever shot at a deer where I just like I knew it was money and dropped right there. We packed it out and 
came back to camp and we're gonna go home tomorrow there it is successful so, trip campfire stories campfire stories i love campfire stories i don't get to do enough of them i don't get to do enough campfires so there is some special about it, just staring aimlessly into a campfire yeah. mm-hmm. in very, this case a buddy heater yeah yeah <laughs> just look at that flame it's so you? cold it is see, really, see are you cold yeah no really, i'm not cold but um it is cold get a lip burger a what a lip burger I don't know what that is. A <laughs> lip burger. A dip? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> a lip burger? Yeah. Is that like a slug burger? Yes. <laughs> a slug burger. So. You know what a slug burger is. So, what, is, what did she say? Thing. It was like pork. It's like a pork burger Mash. with dough. I've lived fried. in the South my entire life in multiple states, and I have never heard of a. What what's a slug burger? A slug, dough burger. A dough is what burger. most people call. I have it. never oh, heard yeah. of a dough what burger. Is, what is it? I've never heard of it. Oh, you weren't at lunch with us today. Mm-hmm. They're hardcore. Um, that gas station they had slug burgers. Like what's that? It's a basically they like in the grind of the burger mm-hmm. they put dough in it, and in this one they had like pork, and then they deep fry it. <laughs> These tasted like they were like Sam's Club store bought. So they weren't like what I've had in the past at home. We have dough burgers at a place, and they're delicious. But um, they call it a slug burger. I I just feel like in a marketing team for that yeah. gas station could should should it's terrible. Call it something else. Anything else? I don't think of like I think maybe what they mean is like slug like like slug it like a like a baseball slugger. Maybe. But I, I thought of, I thought of like it. the snail, of like course. the slug. Yeah, that's what everyone. It thinks. left a lot to be desired. Yeah, it was not good. Yeah, but it it gave us the energy that was ne- necessary. I ate all of it. Let's be clear. <laughs> yeah, you put enough ketchup on yeah, it. Yeah, after fine. the after the cheeseburger, which also left something to be desired. Yep. But I needed it, and it was great. Greg, did you even? ever hunt on this trip (laughs) i hunted this morning actually the spot that i hunted this morning was that if i hunted there for a week i'd probably get killed something yeah i mean it was a good spot um i was just really not motivated for whatever reason i don't know i'm tired i don't know hunted a lot this year a lot of different states but anyway yeah i just wasn't motivated and then the kind of the nail in the coffin was tonight when I went out for this afternoon's hunt, I was pretty excited about this spot. And we get there, and we're like half a mile back in here on on this piece of uh, public land. Uh, according to Onyx, it's public land. And I walked past a sign that said, "You know, access by permit only." <laughs> and well, I thought I thought it meant the permit that I had because you have to get a permit to hunt this particular type of land Mm -hmm. here where we are. And so I thought that's what it meant. So I walked past that one, walked past the second one. There was two of those signs. And then we get to the third third one of those signs, and I'm thinking, why are there so many of these signs? Like, this doesn't make sense. So I actually go up and I read the sign, like the fine print, and it says, you know, need a permit from this other place. And I said, I don't think this, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> so we're like a half mile back. 
And uh, so then I pulled out my phone and I Googled it and I looked up the maps and I read the regulations for this particular area and I was, we were right. We were, it's marked as public land and it's, it's owned by the government. So it's like kind of public land, but only there's another agency that has access to it, like exclusive access, like a lease. So I found that, I, I read that and I was like, well, crap, I'm not allowed to be here. So we just hiked back out. And at that point I was like, man, I don't even want to hunt anymore. I was, I was done. I was done. There's a lot of, like, red tape in Mississippi, it seems yeah. like. There's a lot of regulations that you're like, like, just put it all in one spot. They, they're, Every regulation seems to be like it's in a, a different part of the, of the, you have to go to a completely different website to find and it's not that clear. specific. It's no. like they bury it. And yeah. I've hunted in a lot of states and, yep. and on a lot of public land. And it is... Yeah, this this has been difficult. They definitely don't make it easy. They don't. Yeah. I will say one thing that just kind of scouring the maps of all Mississippi, it, it seems like there's a lot of opportunity here, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's overlooked, for sure. Yeah. A lot well, of boys, different variation, too. I mean, you got the Delta and then... Yeah. Yeah, lots of different types of land. Yeah. I like that about Mississippi. That's I like cool. that about Alabama. You can... You kind of find something of that fits what you... Fits what you like. If you like river bottom stuff, you're good. If you like cropland, you can find something. If you like hills, you can find something. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Mississippi is a state that I've always wanted to hunt. And uh, mark was, it off your bucket list. Yeah, I was excited. I, I, I would still like to go like do like a buck hunt. Yeah, you know, you know, like in the Delta or something like that. I think that'd be a lot of fun. But boys, you already freeze your nutsack off. Yep, ready All to go. Night long. Curl up in my sleeping bag. We can Fully finally up, unzip your pants. That's right. All the way. That's right. I'm excited. That'll be great. Guys, Thanks for having us on, it. Parker. Yep. Thanks. Yep. Congrats on all of your. I think everybody here killed a good buck this year. Yeah. So, congrats to you guys and for everybody listening. Uh, for opportunities like this, what we're doing all over the country, go check them out. Find a state. Find a random piece and scope it's a lot of fun thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of the southern ground hunting podcast as always a big shout out to all of our partners that's go wild spartan forge tethered new canoe and scree gear you can keep up with southern ground hunting by following us on facebook and instagram or you can subscribe to us on the youtube channel and make sure you check out southerngroundhunting.com to pick up some of our merch hats t-shirts stickers stuff like that I truly hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and we'll see you here again next week. Remember this, God gave you dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and the beasts of the earth. So go out and exercise that dominion. We'll talk to you next time.